on today. Alright, we'll have to tell you about Bianca Belair was revealed at the NXT Women's Title at the NXT Takeover Portland. Uh, Son Mooney, signed with NWA. Killer Cross revealing why he chose MOW as his first home after leaving Impact Wrestling. Simi Guevara invading the Royal Rumble. Uh, Booker T is next wrestling show. Martina signing for Rage. The Bullet Club Beats Party. And much, much more. So, these are going to. Oh, on my On my hand. Edge has been moved to the Active Force Day on WWE.com. Yes, Edge, the guy who had a triple fusion in his neck, the guy who was told you will never wrestle again, has been moved to the Active Force Day on WWE.com. How fucking sick is that? But, <coughs> Casey forgot, I am the cheese on your burger, your favourite wrestler's favourite podcast, the Iris Cannon, the physical embodiment of ST Biscuits, the Bono of wrestling podcasting, the most entertaining man in day, Mr. Iris Canana, Demo Podcast, the 20 Minute Man, the main event, I've sent a few decent tweets, the King of Podcasts, the Beast, Demo Craig. So first, <coughs> there was a battle royale held, uh, held on NXT last week to see who would be the next one to challenge Rhea Ripley for the NXT Women's title. That's two weeks ago now, I don't know. Uh, and the winner, was a Bianca Belair. Yes, Bianca Belair. Has the one that has been finally announced it will be Bianca, Bianca Belair wants to be replay for the NXT Women's Times Up at NXT Takeover Portland Down. Bianca's great. Bianca's great. But look at all the options you could have had. This is Bianca's fucking 475th match for the NXT Women's title, and she's probably going to lose. So, <sighs> I'm not a big fan of Bianca. I don't, I don't get the whole the hype around it. I feel like if you want to go with the, the, the Dakota Kai, there's history there. Tegan Knox, there's history there. Candice LeRae, Caden uh, Corey, there's a bit of fans for first take romance. Sheena Baszler, why not? There's so many other wrestlers that have storylines within Ray Ripley you could have given it to when you just go with it kind of easy. Even, even Io Shirai, who uh, Bianca eliminated to win the match, it's history there, you could have given it to, because I should have given it to Eo. Like, why Bianca? Why Bianca? I just don't understand why you give it to Bianca when Eo Sarai literally was in the War Games match. And I know Bianca was too, but like, Eo would be the perfect heel for Rhea to beat to cement herself as an NXT Women's Champion, you know? It's kind of annoying. But next, Sasha Banks was pulled from the Women's World match on a spot was given to Kelly Kelly. Fed for reports. The reason Banks was not in the match was because he wasn't ready to be to wrestle. So this is obviously a little bull crap. <coughs> Edge was not medically fucking clear to wrestle, and he came into the men's world rumble. Well, fuck. If oh, <sighs> see this bull crap. Obviously, the suspect was medically clear. You just don't like it, but you just don't like suspects for some reason. And he gave it to Santina a fucking man. Why was Santina in the one ball and Sasa wasn't? He asked for a fucking book off that. Sasa Banks for his second best women's wrestler you have now lost to behind Becky Lynch and you fucking give her spot to a man. Like, shame on you WB. Shame on fucking you for not having Sasa in that mass. I mean, it was her time to sign. 
See, you probably should have won that. See, you probably should have won that one, but I would have been really happy if Sasha won that one, but not fucking Charlotte for the 750th time. Charlotte is like the boss's Becky for the 576th time. It's gonna be so fucking boring. Sasa versus Bailey, or Sasa versus Becky, would be so, so refreshing. But nope. Vince McMahon loves a blonde. Okay, what's next? Uh, Drew McIntyre wins the World Rumble. Yes, Drew McIntyre won the World Rumble. And I am so fucking happy, because Drew was supposed to be WWE Champion when he first came. Was supposed to be WWE Champion a couple months ago. And now he is going to beat Brock Lesnar and he is going to be WWE Champion. His prophecy will be fulfilled and he will finally be recognised as the Chosen One. Because Drew McIntyre fucking dissolves it. Not Roman Reigns, all that kind of. Roman Reigns did not need to win that Rumble because it's just a need of you know? But McIntyre... McIntyre needed to win that one because he was going downhill so so badly and now he's won the rumble it is so he's gonna suit his bum right to the stars and give him a world title one next edge has been moved to the active roster on wwe.com yeah so edge about edge um i cried i was so so happy that they were talking to the rumble and now he signed a three-year contract Three four matches there's tears there's tears there's happy face dude who is my childhood, the dude who is my cousin Nicole's childhood, the dude who is just everyone's childhood, um, if you're a wrestling fan, is just back, and he, he does like older, that's obvious, because I don't think he's famous, I was 10 years ago, hi, but um, Ed, he still looks ripped as fuck, so him versus Randy Orton is the first referee, made it all kill. that's how you book something to be, don't just give, don't just give my people a battle royale, went for it for myself, so... Ed's, <coughs> Ed's being back is honestly fucking amazing, and Ed's being back at this brings me so, so much happiness, even give him a title one, give him a title one, give him one more title one, one, it doesn't have to be a world title one, it could be an intercontinental title, US title, uh, tag team title, it could be whatever you want, just give him one more title one, please give him one more title one, everybody, for the legend obviously. Further hangs up his beats. Son Mini signs with NWA. So Son Mini, who if you're old enough, you might have you might know that he was a commentator. He wasn't a commentator. He was a backstage interviewer for Drew Debbie. A sign of NWA. So that's another kind of old person for Drew Debbie that's now become a sign of NWA. It's cool. Because obviously NWA wants to get well-known names to get their name on the map. And I love NWA. NWA has been killing it since they started up with power. They've been absolutely killing it. And I feel like Sean Mooney is still not really listening to their roster. So, up NWA. Next, Killer Cross has revealed why he chose MOW as his first home after Impact. Killer Cross says, I've been following MOW from the early stages, and this was a company I was personally and professionally impressed by. Because, in my opinion, the MOW operation is greater and larger than it initially was in the beginning. Just from being able to see the initial stages of growth to the current presentation, this is a testament to the hard work that people are putting in collectively. It's inspiring, said Cross. It shows that they have a lot of the right people in place for something really interesting and enjoyable. Why wouldn't you want to be there? He added that the attraction of the company is something that he wants to be part of. Cross also noted that a lot of friends gave him 
was walked there and he, he's got a lot of good feedback from them. I think that from a professional standpoint, I have something to offer them that they don't have. See the cross. I, have, I, say, I say that respectively, not in, a, not in a derogatory manner. So I think I so I think I can contribute something very unique. Cross will make his MOW debut on February 1st, but has met and walked with MOW management already. He said, Walking with them is seamless, professional, and enjoyable, and also discussed whether he is looking for a new promotion. To Cross, Matt, stay in MOW. Stay in MOW. MOW can use you. A massive name like you in MOW, you versus. Oh my god, you versus Cross versus Jacob for two for the world title. <laughs> Holy fucking douchebag! That'd be an absolute cross fight. That'd be class. Crosswords for two. Crosswords all that. Crosswords the gods. Crosswords. Cross. Crosswords Davy Hot Smith Jr. Crosswords Brent Pullman Jr. So so many matches in MOW that you could have. Cross man. Stay there for a while. You know, enjoy your stay. Enjoy your stay. Be there for not a long time, but a fun time. You know what I mean? Next, Sammy. Sammy Guevara has invaded the Royal Rumble, the member of the Inner Circle, recreated the famous DX invasion of WCW Nitro, remember that, completed with a mini tank, he's a fucking mini tank, and all, and all, and all he even quoted the famous Scott Steiner promo. Oh my god, why? Sammy has actually not commented on the invasion of the, as, of, as of this writing, he is from the Houston area where the Rumble has, has held this year. Sammy that! Sammy, Sammy, Sammy that. Why? You're trying to get a fucking rise out of me, that's fucking dumb. It's just dumb, that. Don't do it. It's just fucking dumb. It's extremely dumb, you doing that, that. I know you have that, like, crappy YouTube channel, but, um, it's just stupid, you doing that, like. Honestly, man, I would not fucking. I know the elite did it, you little buddies, but, um, it's just dumb, man. It's dumb. Just stay out of it. Stay out of it, that. Next, NJPW have sent out a tweet on Monday revealing that Cole Fredericks will be missing the rest of the New Beginning USA tour. He suffered an injury to his right shoulder. Kota Ibushi will also be missing the tour. Uh, that sucks. That actually sucks, man. That fucking sucks, man. Because uh, I love Cole Fredericks. I've seen some of his matches. I'm very impressed. He's a very talented wrestler. Um... I feel like he definitely is one for the future of NCBW, and he is one that will definitely, definitely help NC, uh, definitely help NCW, NJPW keep their name on the map in the future. Um, obviously, Kota Ibushi being injured sucks too, because he's a massive name for New Japan, one of the homegrown massive names, so that sucks. Um, yeah, two massive misses for New Japan at all. Next. Rhea Ripley vs Charlotte Flair is planned at Mania for the NXT title, NXT Women's title, sorry, according to the PW Insider. Yes, so apparently Charlotte Flair winning the World Women's World Rumble would not give us the Charlotte Flair vs Becky Lynch for the 6,000th time on record. Um, it'll be apparently Charlotte Flair was supposed to show up at, on NXT television, and as far as I know, she did not show up, so this could be lies, but she could always show up at NXT TakeOver Portland. And, um, you know, beat the shit out of Bianca, cost her the match, and then challenge Rhea Ridley to the NXT Women's Tournament match at Mania. So I would love to see. I feel like you could put Rhea over, you could definitely put Rhea over, and you could 
definitely have Rhea Ripley. And if, Rhea, if you put Rhea Ripley over it, that is fucking massive for Rhea Ripley. That is absolutely massive. Beating, one, beating Ric Flair's daughter. Beating one of the best, generically made, would be one of the best female wrestlers that there is in WWE. Beating one of the best wrestlers in WWE, apart from gender. She is absolutely class off there. And so is Rhea Ripley. So if you put Rhea Ripley over on a big stage like WrestleMania, that is fucking massive for her career. So I definitely am a fan of this Rhea Ripley for the solid flair. Uh, match and apparently been planned for WrestleMania for the NXT Women's Championship. Next, Skull has challenged Jay White to a match at Supercard of Honor. And as of this rating, as of this podcasting, <laughs> yeah, boy. Uh, Jay White has accepted it. So we're going to get Marty Skull versus Jay White at Supercard of Honor. It's just going to be sick. Um, there are some of the names that they've announced, like El Fantasmo, Teji Isimari. Will Ospreay, Oki Romero, among others, is going. Uh, well, Super Card of Honor is going to be absolutely sick. Um, so it's going to be absolutely class that, and I cannot wait for this show. It's going to be so so good. What I score for this J Way is going to be absolutely class. Holy fuck! Super Card of Honor is actually looking so so sick. Next, give it to be Hall of Famer Booker T. Can you dig that Suka? Is scheduled to return to Reality of Wrestling on February 9th against Ryan Davidson and the Renegades. This will be Booker T's first match since January 2019. And he has tweeted out, you wonderful human beings. I am excited to announce that I'll be stepping back into the ring at the official ROW, Reality of Wrestling, in two weeks. Now, can you dig that? Suka! <laughs> <laughs> Sucker, can you dig that sucker? Um, I fucking love Booker T. Um, that's so cool. I love Booker T. He's one of the best wrestlers ever, and uh, one of the most underrated wrestlers ever. And the dude is absolutely class. Um, you know, ducky ducky quack quack. Uh, him, him seven back into the ring when he was one of the most underappreciated wrestlers in his at his in his era in WWE. Absolutely brilliant. I really hope it goes well for him because the lad is absolutely class. He's a whole favorite. He's a legend. No. Nice. Nice. Okay, so it was announced recently that Sesamorf Martina. Sesamorf. 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 Sesamorf Martina will make her always debut at Free Enterprises in Baltimore on February 9th, and now we know the charismatic international star's opponent will be former Women of Honor World Champion Sumisakai. So, so Sesamorf Martina, the best, one of the best wrestlers to come out of Holland. One of the best wrestlers to come out of my home promotion, OTT. Sumisakai will be for a first opponent and you have to put Sesamoff over here, you have to put Sesamoff over here, you have to put Sesamoff over here, and I will keep telling you this until the day it happens, you have to put Sesamoff over Sumisakai. If he's a newcomer, you have to have if you have to have her look big, you have to have her look strong, you have to put Sesamoff Martina over Sumisakai. And I cannot wait for the world to see Sesamoff Martina in action because he just sort of because he's absolutely fucking amazing. She's one of the nicest human beings you'll ever meet, and she's one of the best wrestlers. Um, so a great wrestler on even better person, and she deserves this ring of honor to us so so much. Uh, yes, what's next? Jonathan Gossam has tweaking over uh, booking. Booking? 
for Women of Honor. Yes, so Jonathan Gaston will now be taking over booking for Women of Honor. It's brilliant, because Billy Ray, holy fuck, you do not know the first thing about women's wrestling. Now, Jonathan Gaston, you are fucking... No, sorry. Jonathan Gaston, you are brilliant, and you are one of the best wrestlers and one of the best minds for professional wrestling at the is, and I'm so happy that the Women of Honor are finally going to get someone who actually knows something about wrestling and not a scumbag piece of shit like Billy Ray. Who's, who obviously is still living in the 19 fucking 90s or the 19 fucking 80s or whenever he fucking wrestled. Um, because Jesus Christ, just Jesus Christ, man, you did not fucking need the fucking Billy Ray taking over Women of Honor because that's fucking straight, man. But I'm so happy that a great mind for professional wrestling, one of the smartest minds for professional wrestling who is still wrestling, Jonathan Gresham, is taking over Women of Honor booking. Okay, next. What's next? Bella Twins announced the pregnant. Wahey! Hit the whoa! Okay, so massive congratulations to Nikki and Brie Bella on announcing that they are pregnant. Uh, that's class. That's just a brilliant, guys. So, uh, all the best for your pregnancy, all the best for your birth, all the best, and all wishes and all hail. So, uh, good luck and congratulations. Next, according to the Wrestling Observer newsletter, those guys, Luke Harper, or now known as Brody Lee, is expected to sign with AEW. Use the Brody Lee name and can legally start working with AEW starting February 12th. However, it is highly likely his debut will come on March 18th, so AEW is being held in his hometown of Rochester, New York. AEW Revolution on February 29th was noted as another possible starting date. So, Brody Lee, you cool motherfucker! Brody, Brody Lee, aka Luke Harper, is another. Um, it's just another version of WWE that hasn't been used right, and another version of WWE that wasn't used in the way he should have been used. When the wife finally broke up, he should have been seen as a scary motherfucker, he should have been seen as a threat, but he wasn't seen as a threat, and that's kind of what fucked him up. You know, that when I see Tedder one, yeah, it was cool, the whole eye thing was cool, but he should have been world champion. He should have beat Randy Orton at Mania. He should have beat Bray Wyatt at Mania. Um, but he was never really seen as a big guy. So now that AEW, who have smart minds in professional wrestling, will hopefully, 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 uh, hopefully, 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 actually use him in a way that he should be used, and that's straight to the world title, um, and not just mid-court. You know what I mean? Next, Revival have requested the release from WWE again. So I think the year will be 2050 and Revival will also Revival would have requested the release from WWE again. But, sorry, that's not a joke, right? But Revival have requested the release again. Apparently they have turned down a $700,000 deal and they want for total, uh, total booking control or total, what's it called? Just total control. Got that. Um, and I can respect that. It's not all about money. It's about professional wrestling, it's about good strides, and it's about being seen as you are worth something. It's from being undesirable to being undeniable, you know what I mean? Uh, so I can definitely see where the revival are coming from. The revival are one of the best tag teams in the world, and they should be seen as one of the best tag teams in the world. But for Mr. McMahon, that old bastard, does not care about tag team wrestling, so he can go fuck himself. So, I feel like the Revival should definitely leave WWE and they should definitely sign with AEW. Next, Single Takaki! Single Takaki! Single Takaki has won the NJPW Never Openweight title from 
Hoki Goto. He goes to Hoki Goto. He goes on the NGWS tour. So, congratulations, single. That's your first singles title. Hopefully, you will win the NGBW World Heavy Title soon because you are absolutely class and you definitely can, you definitely do yourself a World Title one in the future. And you're definitely one that NGBW can use for the future because you are fucking class, man. Next, OH will bring back the PR title. So, if you are young enough, uh, mid the early 2000s, I think, the early 2000s, OH had a title called the PR title. And there's certain sort of rules with the PR title before they actually had a world title, got rid of the PR title. But they are bringing back the PR title, and I am, and I for one, have been watched back uh, matches of the PR title. I'm so, so, so fucking excited for OH to bring back the PR title. May I think someone who can definitely win that PR title is Joss Woods. Joss Woods? Yeah, Joss Woods. Someone, Joss is a good Woods, is definitely someone who can win that title. Silas Young, uh, Kenny King. Bruce Brody Lee, Jeff Cobb. You have so, so many options for that title match. So, so many options. And now we have two people resigning, 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 resigning with our company. We have Chase Owens resigning with NGBW. Hopefully, Chase Owens fucking wins the title because he's the best singles competitor in the Bullet Club. Uh, and Brody King resigning with OOH, and he obviously is a former. Uh, OH six man tag team champion along with Morty Skull and PCO are part of the Enterprises. Now, apart, according to Post Wrestling, MOW has announced a walking relationship with Dragon Gate. Dragon Gate will replace Noah as MOW's Japanese partner. Noah will continue to walk for Impact Wrestling. So obviously, if you know, you know, Dragon Gate are fucking amazing. They made Pac. Uh, Pac was champion there for a while before he signed up for AEW. Um, and they've made so many other brilliantly talented wrestlers. And, um, yeah, so Dragon Gate's brilliant. So is Noah. And I know Noah will walk, will, no, I know Noah could walk in for Impact Wrestling, would be the best of both worlds. That's my assessment for that. Um, so that's gonna be absolutely class. Noah, uh, Dragon Gate walking to MOW. Holy fuck, think of all the matches that you can have. Noah walking with Impact Wrestling, you obviously have Eddie Edwards, who is a former Noah Heavyweight Champion, so that's going to be class. And next is gentlemen, Tamatonga has announced on Twitter that the Faction Ingonabley, Kenny King and Dragon Lee will be coming to the Bullet Club Beach Party on April 4th in Tampa, Florida at Risky Joe's, Tangaloa, Switchblade J. White, Kanta, Bada Fale, Haku, Bone Soldier and Elephant Hasmo will also be there. The party will be hosted for a second straight year by the interview queen and Bullet Club member Elisa Atut. Yes, so the fucking Bullet Club Beach Party is looking as sick as ever. Obviously, there was the whole Bullet Club there, and you know, the faction ingonable. Um, so, I think the Bullet Club Beach Party will be absolutely amazing, like it was last year. And now, I'm going to give you a wrestler profile. One of my favourite wrestlers, Chris Statlander. See, he's from West Islip, New York, by way of Mars. Obviously, he's from the planet Mars. Uh, so he's won the WSU World Championship, the WSU Spirit Championship, the NYWC Star Championship, the End- Independent Wrestling TV Championship, and the AAW Women's Championship. Chris Statlander is absolutely fucking world class. 
And from being from a different galaxy and a whole different planet, he's doing pretty well for himself. Doing pretty well for himself. It's lovely, Chris. Boop. I've been doing Craig from Doing Bastards on the podcast. Happy wrestling, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>